Welcome back to Tip Today. Thanks, uh, Pat. Uh, 1800 938 The text and WhatsApp is 083 Now we're with you every single weekday morning from 9 o'clock. And Tara spoke to me this morning about the issue of toilet facilities available on buses. Here's just a little of what she had to say to us after 9 o'clock. There is a, bu- there is a, a public toilet right next to the bus stop mm-hmm. in care. Yes. But you are not allowed to use it if you're on the bus. What? Because, yes, if you ask the bus driver, can you get off to go to the toilet, he will tell you, oh, you can get off, but I will be gone when you come back out. Why? Uh, like, is he like, not stopped for a period of time there? or? Oh, he is. It depends on how many people are there. If there's a big crowd getting on, you might be lucky enough if there's no queue to the actual bathroom in care. But if there's a queue, you actually have to wait till you get to Limerick, Cork or Waterford. To be able to use the toilet. Because the bus won't wait. And is there frequently a queue at that uh, toilet there, that public toilet? In uh, care, yes, because it's right um, It's right next to the castle. Right, okay. So uh, you'd have all the tourists and stuff. Now, there is a good few facilities there. That I think there's four toilets. Yes. Like there's a disabled one as well. But the bus drivers will not give you the time. Even if you have a child, I was told once that if I got off the bus and left my kids on the bus to go to the, use the bathroom, that the bus and my children would be gone when I came out. And there you are. That was rather shocking indeed from Tara this morning, just after 9-1800-938-007. Time for a weekly health slot now. And uh, glad to be joined as usual by the CEO of Marito 8020 in Clonmel. That's Muriel Cuddy. Muriel, how are you? Good morning, Fran. I'm great. And good to talk to you today. Um, you know, you're going... I, I thought you hated dieting and the notion of dieting and stuff. So why are you talking to us about dieting I today? hate the word diet. Do you? I absolutely. And if I see it on anything or I see low fat... I'm all of that. You know, you've heard me so many different times. Yeah. But I suppose there's so many people since Christmas time and I told you about all the screens we've been doing all the bits and conversations back in the office and it's people don't seem to know how to lose weight Mm. or if the weight comes off it goes back on again or they can't lose enough and all the different bits. And I suppose for me it's just can we just can I give some tips or can I give some advice or Mm -hmm. the education or support around how you can actually lose weight effectively and what's actually happening in the body because you've heard me talking about Saxenda and the leptin and ghrelin hormones. Yes. There's so many different sides to it. So if you talk about things like, say, we're seeing a lot of insulin resistance so we're seeing a lot of like pre-diabetic we're seeing a lot of the cardiac side, right? So what's actually happening in our worlds? Why are we so different now 15, than what we were even 15 or 20 years ago, you know? And I think definitely cortisol is one of the things that being released into our system is definitely driving us cracked, right? So when you release cortisol into your system, and we know cortisol, cortisol is a stress hormone, right? Mm. It's managed by, by our adrenals um, and it gives, it's supposed to manage short-term stress and if you put it with your melatonin or whatever then it manages your sleep cycle as well um, so many people are flooding cortisol into their system on a it, continuous basis be, because they're stressed is because that? of stress and then because of other things as in like your diet and just all the other sides your sleep cycle and all mm. the different sides to it um, now I suppose we take in so many what we would call dysfunctional carbohydrates that's really messing with us and we have to recruit more and more cortisol to manage our relationship with those dysfunctional carbohydrates and glucose. And there's two phases to it, Fran. So just talk you through the two phases. Mm. So the first phase is very high cortisol. So what does a very high cortisol and continuous cortisol dripping into your system do to you? So things like thinning hair and skin, okay, increased belly fat, muscle loss, high blood pressure, poor sleep, decreased collagen protein in our bones, joints and discs, increased um, cholesterol, decreased vitamin C plus acid reflux. 
Okay, that's from the cortisol. Oh. And we're talking, that's just the first phase. Then the second phase, and the second phase is low cortisol. And it's not because we've low cortisol, because it's cortisol resistance at this stage, because it's feeding the whole time. Mm. Now we're actually resistant to it. What does this cause? Well, symptoms of inflammation, that's number one. And then all the itises. So, you know, the itises as in arthritis, bortitis, tendonitis, all of that kind of thing. Um, decreased immune response. You're open to viruses, parasites, bacteria. Increased allergies like asthma, poor memory. You're a bit inability to adapt to stressful situations. So you fly off the handle without any any like reason or whatever. Mm. And anxiety. So like this is diet related. And I'm sure there's so many people listening to this saying that actually makes sense. Mm. And if people coming into me that look relatively healthy and slim and all the bits and pieces, but their um, their diet is wrong. And their cortisol levels are high. So their cortisol levels are high uh, um, along with stress and along with the diet side of things. And they don't know how to manage. And even though they look slim. They look, and, yeah. And yeah. when I talk to them and when we do the blood work, because I do the blood work on so many people now to actually see what's happening behind the scenes, mm. you can see it straight away. You can see like liver profiles and um, cholesterol profiles and sugar profiles are all going wrong. And and they know it themselves. And you're sitting chatting to them and you say mm. it to them. And it's, I know I actually know myself, I know I can't cope, I know I have the kids, I know I have all of this going on and I know the weekend goes back into the week and I feel really miserable. And I'm looking at him thinking, or saying to him, you're 40, mm. your blood work is wrong at 40, that shouldn't be happening, it should be a little bit later. And now it's coming back to 30 and it even I even had an 18 or 19 year old the other day that the blood work was all over the shop. And like we're fueling it and we're driving it ourselves behind the scenes by what's happening. But like you, we, we spoke about a minute ago, it seems to me that the world has gone cracked. Doesn't it just? It actually does, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's not about the diet or it's not about the food. It's about us as people. Can we just go back mm. a little? Take and, a step and, back. I mean, to sum it up, is it simplifying our lives? It, it, it's definitely like um, our expectations on things, I think, are way out of control, definitely. Yeah. So I think we want everything immediately. That's one of the things. Like, say if you've had a long day, and you're coming home and you, the thought of cooking dinner and things like that, you just, you don't want to do it. So you're just going to, you'll get to take weights easier. That would mm. never have happened years ago, mm. right? Expectations is in weight, losing weight. You want to lose three stone now. And if, you know, if it takes a while for the first two or three pounds to come off, then you're gone from it. Right. Our younger generation can't manage at all. Like if, if things don't happen immediately for them, yes. like... Yeah. They just can't cope at all. You yeah, know? they can't uh, suspend gratification in any way. Like no, it's just, we want it now. Yeah, and want it now. We, and if it doesn't yeah. happen now, like I'm, I'm gone yeah. from it. Like, and that's even reading a book. Yeah. Like even to get him to sit down and read a book. Like my little fella said to me, it's 500 pages in that man. <laughs> I said, it's a book, Jaden. It's supposed to be yeah. like 500 pages in it, you know. So it's the expectation side. That's one of the massive things to me. And when people come into me, I do talk about that straight away. And I would say to them, listen, where were you before? you know, you're not in the best, you're not well. This can take us a while, like three months or six months or whatever to work through um, what's actually happening here. Mm. So is it diet related? But are you eating wrong because you're stressed? Mm. You know, and because you've too many things going on behind the scenes. Okay, so will we start there and start taking things out? So will we actually work maybe on your sleep first of all? Mm. Are you on the phone before you go to bed? Are you worried about things? Is the phone on your locker? You know, because if you don't get, what is it? I think it's about seven hours sleep. You're actually affect. You've 50 to, 55 to 89% greater risk of obesity if you don't get the right amount of sleep at night. Now, if you're not sleeping at night, that's fueled as well by diet. Because if you're eating too late and you're eating the sugar and everything, course, yeah. your body's going to wake at two or three o'clock because there's a spike in sugar or because your digestive system is upset or it's trying to work through the night to actually, you know, work. Yeah. And when you deal with, I mean, have you seen people reverse this completely, Mira? That's one of the things that straight away that I meant to say at the end of the, when I was talking about the cortisol, 
it's totally reversible mm. in most cases. Mm. You know, like I get blood work in and I sit down in front of people when we do it again in three months' time and I'm smiling at them like, I'm so pleased to see you. And like even when we were doing the screen, because we're three years in with one company and we do screen them every six months, mm. we'd look at each other when somebody comes in and everything is really good and you know where they've come from. And we're like, we are so pleased to see you. You make our world so easy. You make us smile. Mm. So it's totally reversible. Most of it, Fran. If, if you don't need yes. to go too late, you can sit down, you can go through like journal things. You know, I talk about journaling things like the, to get rid of that diet mindset. It doesn't work. Whatever you do, it's an education. You've got to find out where you are and what works for you. Get a little support. And then the education side of doing it for life. That's yes. one of the biggest things. And that's it. And I'm not sure that people want to hear that because it's a longer term thing, you know, because as yeah. you said at the very top, we want it immediately. Well, it's like know? being pregnant. Yeah. Like you didn't get sick overnight. Right. You know, so like yes. it, it, it took maybe 20 years to get to where you are. Mm. You know, like younger people, you can do their bloods and they might be eaten wrong and they're OK. But by the time they're 25 or 26, then you can actually see it, see it mm. starting to go wrong. It takes time to reverse it. Now, saying that, within six weeks, you'll see a big difference in somebody's sugars. You'll see a big difference like in blood, blood work if somebody puts mm. it back into line. Now, I'm not talking about 100% of the time. Mm. You have to be perfect. I'm talking about 80% of the mm. time. If you can even do the Monday to Friday. And it's habits and it's mm. consistency, Fran. And if you see that difference in six weeks, what are you seeing in the person? I mean, you know, from a health profile, what oh, are you seeing? It's, it's amazing. Like, if you can do things like you can cut down alcohol. Mm. So if you cut that out for the four or five days, that straight away will actually allow you to sleep that bit better. If you cut down the sugar, so alcohol and sugar are probably the two biggest ones that we have today. Sugar, because it's carbohydrate based, mm -hmm. you know, it's the dysfunctional carbs that we're talking about. If you can change from those two things to whole foods, like even do 60% of it. I see people coming into me saying, Muriel, I just can't believe the difference. I'm able to get up and go for a walk. I'm awake in the morning before the alarm goes off. I'm sleeping properly. This is just simple stuff. It's not like going out for runs and conquering the world yeah, and yeah. jumping to the moon and all the bits. It's just able to get in and out of the car, able to think. You know that your brain is starting to work again, that yes. you're not forgetting things. Like, How do you help them and what do you say to them? And God knows I'm getting freebie therapy here as well. But how do you get them to be able to push themselves to, to get out there and walk and stuff? Because that sounds simple to most of the listeners, I'm sure. But to a lot of us, that's a big step, if you'll forgive the pun, mm. to get out there and just walk. I think when people come into me, they're definitely in a space that they're nearly at the end of their tether, that this is like, I really need to do something. Okay. And I heard you or whatever. Some people aren't. They might be in the middle ground or whatever. But I think if you sit back and you're listening to this this morning um, and you're miserable, you've got to do something to bring back that anxiety and the stress. How do you do it? Do you go to the doctor? You'll be given a tablet. Like you'll definitely be given, you know, whatever they think will work for yes. you. That An works. antidepressant. Antidepressant or, um, or whatever. That works on a short, ter short term. Yeah. We all know like you'll get a tablet for a tablet and it'll have to be increased and all the bits. So if you don't pull back and help yourself, if your car is broken down in the morning, you've got to bring it to somebody to get it fixed. Mm. If you're broken, you've got to get yourself fixed. Do you do the preventative? Do you do the simple things that we're talking about now that you actually say to yourself, right, runners on and a walk around the house. Mm. It doesn't have to be up the road to meet anyone. It can be around the house 10 times. It can be up and down the stairs. If I don't get to the gym, I know the stairs inside and the building are there. Mm. And for me, it's mobility. Is it one at a time or two at a time? But it's just for my mindset to make me feel better. It's nothing to do with the exercise or the, 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 the diet or the weight or whatever it is. I know it makes me feel better. So for people, if you're afraid to go out on the road, just stand up. And even for older people that don't have the mobility, it's simple things like standing up and down into the chair or sitting down and standing up. 
Right. That's your using your hands and that. Just little things, put your hand against the wall and do press-ups and that. Little things like that will start increasing the mobility straight okay. away. So I go in the door to you and I say, Muriel, look, I'm feeling grotty. I'm mm. feeling miserable a lot of the time. As you can see, I'm a little bit overweight, blah, blah. What, what's your first step? What, what do I you always say to him, I, let's go backwards to go forwards. Okay. okay. Um, what age are you? Mm. When did you start feeling miserable? Can you actually remember how long this is going on for? Is it 20 years ago? Is it 10 years ago? Is it five years ago? Most people can kind of put a time on it that they know when they felt well and they're, mm. you know, when they started escalating. Um, for a lot of people lately, it's like even COVID and pre-COVID, it started really That was a out. trigger for yeah, a lot and of people, a lot of people was it? Um, yeah had bereavement during COVID course, and yeah. worked from home and there was just different things that kind of, you know, now other people find it's come back 15 years, you yeah. know, so it's come yeah. back a long time or whatever. But we go backwards first of all and, and we talk about all of that and talk about the stress and where that's coming from or whatever. Mm. And then we start zoning in more, um, say, focus on. For me, the exercise is the mental head. It's not the weight related mm. and mm. it's not, you know, the health markers and all that kind of thing. 80% of that comes from what you're actually eating and putting into your body. The 20% then for the mental head and the cardiovascular side is the exercise side. Mm. Um, so we talk about the food food side of it and I'll actually get them to talk me through what they eat every day and, and they're weak in that. And we write it down and I work it out and I say to them, listen, can you actually actually see um, 70 to 75% or 80% of your diet is carbohydrate based. Look at this as we go down through it. You only have 20% maybe protein and 5% essential fat. And when you're, they're looking at it, they're saying, right, okay. And I'll explain to them then, carbohydrates are your sugar. Carbohydrates are, not your sugar, sorry. Carbohydrates are your energy. Mm, okay, mm. we are literally, a, a unit of energy in versus a unit of energy out is how we maintain our weight. Mm. If we take in good carbohydrates, our body can function really well on them. Okay, plant sterols, antioxidants, which is all our colour. Mm. Um, fruit, veg, all of that. High fibre, like your brown breads, your porridges, your wheat picks, and things like potatoes that are really getting a bad rap. They're like good carbohydrates that fuel the body really well if there's one two or three ingredients in it it's good you'll get your energy from it and you won't store energy which is the body fat side right protein is the next one about 50% of our diet should be carbohydrate based um, as we reach like say 50 plus mm. unless you're doing a high level of exercise for our kids 65-70% the other two sides and your protein and your fats the protein is 25% of your diet it should be made up of 25% of your diet we need muscle we need to maintain our muscle we need to maintain our, our, our bone mass if we don't have enough protein in our diet we don't do that it also stabilises our metabolism Okay, mm. it even speeds up our metabolism a little bit. Really good for stabilizing the blood sugars because you're not putting sugar into your body. Okay. So protein is like all your meat, um, all your dairy, uh, eggs, things like that. Okay, but you've got to have 25%. What it is is that the skeletal makeup of the body: your hair, your nails, your skin, your bones, your muscles. You can't retain protein, so you can't retain it as body fat. Right. Okay. So that's good for people to know. So a really good breakfast in the morning, it, it, like it can be eggs mm. um, and uh, avocado. You know, something like that will stabilise the blood sugars after the night and it'll say to you that you're not going to crave sugar as the day goes on. And the missing piece then that really bothers me that people don't get enough of is the essential fat. Mm. Essential fat, like we're talking about anxiety and stress and depression and that, if you haven't enough essential fat, you're going to have all of those. Depletion in omega-3s, it's proven, you know, that you will feel more stressed and more anxious. Um, We're finding when we do the blood profile, the HDL, which is the good cholesterol, Mm. is really low in people. Good cholesterol manages and absorbs, mops up the bad cholesterol and takes it out of the body. If your good cholesterol is 1 or 1.2, that's too low. It needs to be up around maybe 2.4, even 2.5. If you can get a really good profile that your good cholesterol is high and your bad cholesterol is where it needs to be, Mm. your body is starting to get healthy then. And that's your essential fat. And 
everything is reversible that you've been speaking to me everything about. Everything is yeah. like, and that's what great. I'm talking yeah. about every day with people, that we actually see this being yeah. reversed, which is, yeah. That's great. And, and just finally, because I want to talk to you about something else too, but uh, yeah. do, do you see that people would come into you and say, look, I am the way I am, but I eat very well, but you discover when you examine what yeah. they're eating yeah. that it's not very well. Pe- people just don't know the difference, really. I think um, it's like the pharma world, the food world. Uh, there's so much money pumped in behind the scenes in the advertising side of what we can and can't have. And people would say to me, but that was a McDonald's salad, but there's only 200 calories in it. Uh, um, calories don't equate. Like you could eat X amount of broccoli um, and X amount of steak or, or X amount of whatever, say, whatever if we say, mm. I can't think now, the same amount or whatever. It, it doesn't equate, do you know what I mean? Like It's not necessarily because, nutritious. Is just, that yeah, just because yeah. you've had 200 calories of or 400 calories of a, um, a Happy Meal or whatever it mm. is, or 400 calories of a salad. There's okay. a big difference in the two. Right. Like you're not going to get the nutritional quality um, out right. of the, and that's the danger of calorie counting, isn't it? Well, the, the visceral fat levels we're finding are higher in people because the nutritional quanti- right. quality isn't is in that their like food. That's like the hidden, hidden fat. Inside, the internal yeah. fat, yeah, okay. yeah. So that's, and you've got a kind of very skinny person with a high level of visceral fat and their, their, their cholesterol levels can be wrong. interesting. Uh, Trish was with us last week. You brought her in as your guest and um, she had gone through the, um, the anti-wrinkle uh, treatment. You got a huge reaction to this, didn't oh, you? Oh, unbelievable, to yeah. be honest. And... Again, I talk about the aesthetic side as in, for us, the aesthetic world, um, I do the health side because I'm passionate mm. about the health side. Mm. And you can hear when I'm when I'm talking about it, I mm. get kind of carried away about it. But I'm just finding the aesthetic side is starting to equal it mm. in relation to how people feel about how they look. And last week, I've goosebumps even thinking about it. A couple of conversations I've had, we've had numerous, but a couple really stood out in my head. Um, there was a couple of women that were actually on um, anti-anxiety and depression tablets because of how they looked because they, they, the, the ageing process had accelerated so fast in their world for various reasons or whatever um, they literally didn't want to leave didn't want to go out and I, that just blew my mind that they didn't realise they knew there was things there that you could do but they didn't realise what you could actually do they mm. didn't realise it was nearly for our age group mm. and I suppose then the other side as in it was local and you mm. can come to somewhere private that's local Um Two that, I'm, two that I'm thinking of straight off have been in and already the difference has been that there's tears and there's all the different, you know, the hugs and right. whatever it is. And yeah. that just blows my mind. And, and this isn't just a cosmetic. As you say, this is a holistic thing. It, it was interfering with their lives and their, their mental health. And uh... um, They go in to Dr. Juan and they get whatever done. So it could be threads, it could be profilo, it could mm. be fillers or anti-wrinkle or whatever it is. But I suppose it's from the time you walk in the door, we're all involved. Because right. when you see somebody coming that's visibly upset, you know there's something wrong. So before they ever go near anyone, you've got to figure out, right, can we do something here that we make their world better? Because mm. it has to become better because they're in a very low place as it is. And like, you know, we, we don't want to talk about the tablets and all the different bits and pieces. So that's the starting place. Yes. That can we manage their expectations, but can we cultivate a relationship that we can all help? So they get what they want when they go into the room, but they also get what they can from all of us as well, if that makes sense to you. Um, and yes, it's affecting people's necks, d- d- hair loss, mm. so many different things that you just wouldn't realise. Like, you're behind the mic there and I'm doing what I'm doing every day and you're turning around or whatever. We, like, both of us mm. have issues mm. ourselves, you know? And like, if it's something that you want to get fixed, well, and you're worried about it, so say if it was my neck and I'm afraid every single day going out and my neck is covered up, I've had four of them already. Four 
girls already that keep it covered up to their yeah. chin in the last so this week affects and 10 days. their social life it affects so many sure. different yeah. things like women that have different things wrong that mm. they don't say to their husbands I've men that have different issues and I suppose mm. men it's more even on the hair loss and you know things yeah, like and, that and you know there have been a number of times when you've spoke to me and you know people have been critical and saying oh it's all about vanity and the, mm. it's it's not necessarily about vanity I think the vanity all, is side it? is probably about 40% of it right and I think the vanity side is even nearly younger Okay. Um, on the older, nobody wants to come in and change their face. Mm. Nobody wants to look different. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people that come in, it's they're, they're completely on their own and they haven't told anybody behind the scenes. Mm. When they get the work done and they feel a bit better about themselves, then they're ready to share. Mm. But they're a little bit afraid beforehand. But all most people want is if you've got big bags under your eyes, down like down mm. halfway down your cheeks or whatever, mm. they just want that just reduced a little. They're mm. looking in the mirror, they won't let anyone take pictures and it's really an item. You can reduce that and nobody ever even knows. It just looks like you've had a really good night's sleep. Right. But you so you feel better. But if you're looking in the mirror, then you feel fine. Like if you're looking in the, if I'm looking in the mirror now and I like look like I'm 65 or whatever, mm. you know, I'm going to be miserable. You want to feel your best and whatever, don't you? So the mm. fact that you can actually do that to me or we can help do it is just amazing. Very good. If people want to talk to you or indeed any of the team, uh, how can they do that, Muriel? Yes, they can give us a call on 052 61 48881. Double eight one. I've written it down this, this time because people um, people keep asking me for it. Yeah, do you want to give it one more time? 052. Yeah. Um, 052 Okay, very good. Great to see you, Muriel. Thanks, Thanks very much indeed. 11.25 right now. We'll be going live to Ali in just a little bit. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie